Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Extra episode. It's our FlameCon recap. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. And this past weekend, we went to FlameCon in New York City at the Sheridan in the Times Square. You've probably heard of it. Oh, it's a big deal. Gorgeous. The Sheridan so many Times Square. Square. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. to both. Oh, I was actually referring to the Times Square, but the Sheridan's also awesome. a big the deal. Light. The M&M store is so the good. The lights, the repetitive advertising, the Elmo's. It's so gorgeous. This place has some of it all. <laughs> um, so uh, we had a great time there. Yes, we and did. And we just wanted to talk about our experience and some of the things we saw, some of the things we did. First, uh, before we get too far into it, uh, what was your outfit? What were your expectations for the event? And how did you feel your outfit turned out? I can start. Uh, I went as... Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan should go last because his was the best. Uh, I went as Hellfire Gala Cyclops from this most recent Hellfire Gala. Uh, it was very like him wearing a dark suit with like a red, uh, almost like a red cape, cape kind of thing that's almost like a, sh- like a pashmina. Uh, and a beautiful red bobble. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was a very, I somebody told me this is like the best of casual cosplay I've ever seen, which is their way of saying, uh, "Nice job being lazy." Uh, um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Did it looked very regal. It looked it it did exactly what I wanted it to. Uh, especially because my original plan was to wear an X Men jacket, which I got and looked insane on me which I so I did not wear it also smells like gasoline so I really don't want to wear it ever that's how you know it's authentic yeah right there. <laughs> but um I felt good about the whole event I was so happy we were there uh, but yeah that's cool. Did you wear it for 20 minutes and then leave just like Cyclops did at the Hellfire Gala? <laughs> I ripped off my ripped it off and I was wearing my blue and gold costume from the 90s underneath it. Oh, cool. Which Kay- is somehow That one's better. Underwear on the outside. When Kaylin's about to change out of clothes really quickly, he calls it one paneling it. So that, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to one panel his outfit. That is the next evolution of this cosplay, though, is you start as that, and then you constantly just keep tearing it off into the 90s. Oh, yeah, that's a good reveal. That's when actually, did Cyclops yeah. get Husk's powers? That's what I want to know. You, you could piss off a lot of the people at FlameCon by just leaving your clothing everywhere. As long as you're wearing a mask, I think it's okay. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I was supposed to go as Colossus, but my... Colossus costume was shipped to the wrong person. To Russia in Russia. I don't know where. I don't know why. If I had not checked, they would have assumed. Brutus Bungorut. Brutus. I don't know. Brutus. That's a Russian name, and that's a Russian city. Brutus Bungorut. Brutgaritenstad. So they. I had actually just arrived, and I'm pretty excited about it. But I had to go as empath again. Which oh, was hey piggies. Each time I wear the costume, I feel more uncomfortable by the number of inappropriate things Empath as a character have done. Yeah. All of them are yeah. vaguely to quite seriously rapey, and I don't love that. How? Well, the good news but, is all the people at the conference were just giving you Empath back. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> everyone's like, fine. Yeah, this is great. Well, hey, did you know there's a beef here? Uh, so I ran into the other. Yeah, you weren't beef. Okay, uh, well, yeah, that's you gotta have you gotta have a headband if that's you want to be. Um, there was one guy who said, "Hey, where's Emma Frost? She owes me five bucks." <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a fun costume. People recognized it, and I guess 
there are lots of toxic characters, so some people like those toxic characters. Yeah, think about all the Mystique cosplay we've seen over the years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good, it's a good look as a as a character. She's got the look. No one's as, you no could one's not, presuming you are walking around with the ethics and the morals thing, yeah, of the character. Sure, yeah. but it's like how far does your character go before you like? Also, why did you choose to cosplay as? Well, that? remember yeah, did when you, you also throw a baby over a waterfall? Yeah, yeah. Well, you ran up to that guy that was dressed as Apocalypse at New York Comic Con, and you said, "You're a killer." You're a killer. I just kept screaming <laughs> at him. We had to get killer. security to take you. You left your wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was a lot of fun. I it was also it's also a very unbreathable costume. So and <laughs> you weren't all day too. Yeah, shallow, she didn't eat. She yeah. skipped lunch. Shallow yeah. breaths. Yeah. What about y'all? I had a little bit of shallow. Well, you should go last. Yeah, Ryan. you oh. do have the best costume. I, I was, don't know. I was shallow breathing. I can't cartwheel in into a corset because I was uh, sage. Um, everyone's favorite techno anarchist. Specifically, extreme X Men. It was right? kind of it a feels little like that. Doesn't yeah, it? it was a nice cocktail of. I think it was like the extreme X Men bodysuit. Love trying to do cartwheels. Wish I could have brought in a gigantic gun like she used to have. <laughs> I had the red sunglasses because my green ones got broken, but then the red ones got broken on the way home too. <laughs> the green ones got broken. I never found them, but uh. then they. Were, I assume they broke somewhere. Everything's just breaking left and right. I did have uh, a war criminal cookie monster. That I loved so uh, that worked out so all, well. It was all beast. Me capturing beast, get my shit together. People loved that. Sexy. Yeah. Once they figured it out, I did. I loved that there was a woman dressed like magic who was absolutely wonderful. That I'm yeah. sure we'll hit on more. And she, after we had gotten back and posted one of the photos, she was like, "Oh my god, I just got that." And then I said, <laughs> "It's the fucking cosplay that keeps on giving." Because I'm like, "What did you think was?" Just Cookie Monster was a. De- she loves her cookies. It's about alcoholism. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he, but he's a mutant in Sesame Street uh, canon, <laughs> canon, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a. That was a pretty great magic costume. Oh, so good! And it's just like so recognizable. You're not mistaking that for any other character. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Demon Lady? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you Demon Jubilee? That's right. I did get... Did you get any Jubilees? Well, I was fucking Paul Flores Taylor from Power of X-Men. What did she say? Hi, friend of Paul. Pushing me onto Vampire Jubilee when it was so very obvious. <gasps> oh, that's well, you right. were biting a lot of people. So what I did say, what I want to do is, if you'll see the photos on our thing, like it's obviously a little toy t- hand, like what is that called? Handcuffed to my wrist. I just want to replace it, put fangs in my mouth, and then replace it, the Cookie Monster with a baby, and then just be Jubilee. And, and that's <laughs> that's parenting. Yeah, there you go. Hey, oh, just do a little baby dragon. Show go. Oh, that's true, yeah. Let's show Speaking of a little baby dragon, I was Kitty Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, Which Kitty Pride were you? The jazziest, the sassiest, the what is the actual snazzy? Snazzy. Why near mutant madness costume? Whenever so, snazzy was just an amalgamation of like all her costumes that she just randomly was like, I can make my own. She was. What do we land on? Fifteen years old. (laughs) You kept saying. You kept saying. Don't talk to me that way. I'm a fourteen year old girl. This is a that was canon for weird reference, (laughs) but it's the episode of Friends when Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes. That's what it is. Yeah, honestly, it does kind of look like that. So I, it's a gold bodysuit with like I, I would only describe it as what I wear to the gym, and then um, gloves, and then the you top. wear roller skates to the gym. That explains a lot. <laughs> and a yeah. giant a wig and some yeah. I get kicked out of the van. A lot of gyms. Um. So so yeah, the roller skates were fun. They did light up when I went. 
and the, the place was actually carpeted, which was really nice, but I don't know how to roller skate was the thing. You did so pretty was, well. Yeah. You did really well. Thank you. Yeah. It was but mostly it, walking. I was going to say, if it wasn't carpet, you probably would have died. And, and I only fell once, and that was on stage. Because so, you got too ambitious. <laughs> so it was for laughs. You, yeah. you got, no one was around. Yep. You, got, you got too ambitious, and you try to go down that I'm ramp. so sorry I missed. I'm so sorry I missed. Yeah, yeah. we were like preparing for our panel that we're going to talk about, and I just ate it. Well, the thing I like about that costume is that it looks the exact same whether you're colorblind or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's I had people reach out to me like from childhood that just randomly follow us and were like, "What the fuck?" Like they love that. Like, Are oh, you God. okay? <laughs> I was surprised how many people actually recognized this outfit. Your mom was like, "Call me." There were two of you there. there was My a mom yes, that's right. Aha, and we, yeah, there was a lot of rivalry. There's a second had. snazzy kitty. Yeah, yeah. there's good ex cosplay around. There were three. Kitty, kitties or Kates that I saw that I, there was Red Queen, Red Queen Kate, yes. and then the two Snazzies, which and is then, cr- a crazy ratio. I think there was even and that two. Son Red of a Queens. bitch had the audacity to show up at the panel. Yeah, Pat. He was, he was very nice. Yeah, I'm just kidding. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, I believe. Yep. Um, speaking of our panel, uh, Adam, do you want to talk about like what we did? What did we do? It was the second inaugural X Games. So we started the X Games last year at uh, FlameCon, and we brought them back. Yeah. Uh, we have what it is is a mismatch of a game show, if you will, random mini games for the crowd. We've got some good guest panelists. Last year it was Steve Orlando. This year we had Charlie Jane Anders, uh, who did Lethal Legion, and then we also had Jay Jordan, who was a contestant last year, unbeknownst to us, also a very famous comedian yeah. that did come back and was on the panel and also just wrote his own uh, story in the upcoming X Men Voices or just the recently released X-Men voices. Which we were talking about on our regular podcast. Correct. You can find it there. And so they were absolutely wonderful. Kalen was also a little bit of our uh, guest panelist from Homo Superior. We had the two of you looking so gorgeous in your costumes, running around, asking people. Rolling and running. Yeah, what was yeah. the... Wait, I'm just... The name of the game that we both played with the, the crowd, what was uh, it called? I think it was... Who's that? Pokex Mon. <laughs> How, how did those levels sound? Oh, right my there? God. You, right? you blew out my ears. And <laughs> I'm right here. Uh, but, yeah, so for the crowd, we did some really cool stuff where we, you know, put up the standard Pokemon image. You know, you might know this character looking like this. We gave them some extra clues, and then we revealed it usually wasn't who people thought. Most of it was deception. We yeah. stumped a lot of people. Yeah. But they were, Five Pikachus. I'm glad we yeah. chose the clues, though, because <laughs> the clues were still very indicative of multiple people. Like, I think for... And then we have one up right now about um, well, we, well, we can't tell you who it is, but they were they were on the 1963 X Men team. They've led teams, and they were a main character on the X Men the animated series. And if you visit Instagram right now, you'll probably see oh, yeah. who the fuck it is. Check it out. So what's funny about when you guys were doing who's that Pokey X Men? Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the panelist uh, doing the first game, which was you know you uh, designing a team and then. Adam, as moderator, would give uh, you know different scenarios, which we'll talk about in a second. It was really tough concentrating on building the team while you guys were screaming, "Who's that Pokey X Mon?" And then the audience was getting riled up. Would be like, "Oh, I know who it is." I was like, "Oh my god, I just got to concentrate with my partner here. I got to think of the team." It's like. Block out all that noise. Block it out. Get Zen. It was, it was I, fun. I'm delighted because I had not heard that. 
that that really brings me a lot of joy that, that we caused that much that pressure. Ryan and I were so cacophonous <laughs> that yeah. we got in your way. Well, so yeah. we did yeah. pull for the two games, one of which was uh, Danger Room, an ultimate team building exercise. We yeah. pulled up people from the crowd. Kaylin, do you want to talk about yeah. the, guy, the folks that you were played with? Absolutely. So the person I played with, uh, their name was Charlie uh, and had a really cool like endless T-shirt, uh, endless being from Vertigo, like Sandman's family. Uh, and they said that, um, um, you know, they're like a Vertigo kid on the outside, but like uh, X-Men fan on the inside, which was really cool. And so uh, we had to basically come up with a team of five or six mutants. Um, and then we had to wait. We had to give them a team name. And then we had to wait for you, Adam, as moderator to give whatever that scenario in the danger room was going to be. So if I can remember the contest, uh, the not contestants, but like the team members for the team we picked, it was... Nightcrawler and Rogue. It was uh, it was Rachel and Cable, and then I'm trying to remember the last two, but they were all siblings, uh, and so we called them X Sist. And like it was <laughs> you just... still have the hardest time <laughs> delivering I, that. Name. I know, I know. And then I was like, I had to say it again, and then I was like, Oh, okay, we get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the B sharps. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> and I can't remember the other ones, but uh, uh, we did not win that round. Yeah, uh, it was, it was well, not with to... that name. You won it. No. What was the third one? Was very fun. It was like X now or like uh, something. Oh, like... it was uh, X. So X. So X. So X. So socks. It was socks. Um, well, yeah, we can, I mean, I can read a fucking scenario. Everybody think of their five to six, anyone listening to this right now, think of the five to six X. You could pick someone like uh, Cyclops or, or Blink or... Uh, Are you just naming X Men that you Sugar can remember? Man. Sugar Man. You can <laughs> Sugar Man? <laughs> you Sugar Jeffrey Sugar Man? <laughs> you could have, um, Is you related to Bobby Iceman? Yeah. Uh, what was our favorite? What was y'all's favorite scenario? I think. Too many to choose from. Sorry, the vaguely there was the there <laughs> was the, remember the, cat- the catering issue. That was yeah. the, that was one that we got. Then right. there was the. Uh, Real oh, that, the Mojo verse, and then the Real Housewives. I think the Real Housewives. I like Housewives. the Real Housewives. Real Housewives yeah. was really People good. really got into. There we that. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hot and sticky summer in New York City. Does everybody listening have their five to six person? X-Men yeah, pause team? it. Make sure you Thank write you down five names for no one. And then yourself. submit it. Mail it to us. <laughs> this is yeah. our address. Actually, is PO yeah. Box. If you come up, if you come up with a fun, because t- the whole thing is like you come up with a team, and then you have like a vague concept around them. And a name, send those to us. Yeah. Because we love that. Damn yeah. us your answers. It's a hot and sticky summer in NYC, and it's just gotten worse as Madeline Pryor has once again unleashed hell on earth because Bravo canceled her upcoming series, The Real Housewives of Limbo. How would your team handle the drama this mama's bringing this summer? <laughs> I love that. Every fucking <laughs> this is my favorite. Makes me crack up. <laughs> So how you know think about it? It was like an early two thousand Bravo promotion that you did. Like it, that was like their <laughs> commercial. It's like Andy Cohen still an intern. Is coming yeah. So this is the one, the, the one actual substantive point that I disagreed with anyone on the panel, and it was that uh, Jay Jordan said Emma Frost would be on this, and I feel like. Yeah, superficially, you'd think you'd put her on the Real Housewives, but I don't think she would want to do that. No, I don't think she, she wouldn't would, do it. She's no. she would be the kind of person who's above that and like has like a cameo as a favor. Yeah, to someone she's else. like a, a real like. If remember when they did Real Housewives with DC and it was a failure, you it's because the real people would be like, "I'm not doing this because yeah. I don't want my shit out there." The so it'd be like Lourdes would be the on. The Real Housewives yeah. of DC was a failure because someone broke into the White House. But okay, <laughs> that too. Yeah. So yes, exactly. Same thing. Do we want to talk about the second game? 
Uh, sure, yeah. Quickly. We also had drum roll. <laughs> Apocalypse's twenty five thousand dollar pyramid. You know that, that big thing from the seventies and eighties. We brought it <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. And put Apocalypse instead on. of a Dick Clark. It's Apocalypse, who's uh, the guy, the, the the host. That's so. actually Apocalypse's. That's how you pronounce his name in Krakoan. It's Dick Clark. <laughs> Dick Clark. Yeah. Dick Clark. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's just a very fun. I like. Great. How would you describe? It's a, kind of like taboo. You've got an, oh, a name or a, uh, an event. And you are trying to get your teammates to guess that without revealing details that are specific to that name. So, like, yeah. yeah, I got so mad at myself because I was the first one who was giving clues to my partner, a really lovely person named B. And, uh, you know, we were going through really quickly and we had apocalypses like the four horsemen of apocalypse. I said, it's Apocalypse's first team. There's four of them. And as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah, we, thought, really we had a couple. Up. We tried to choose mostly stuff that like intermediate people would get. And I think there was only like one or two rounds where everybody got through all five in the 30 seconds allotted. Yeah. Um, now, Ryan, mm-hmm. you played probably the most quintessential and important role. Yes. In delivering this game, do you want to talk about what you did? I don't remember. I handed the microphone to people. You, what you, oh, for fuck's sake! Yes, that <laughs> but quite literally the most important part. Um, I uh, I got on stage and I blindfolded people <laughs> um, with my roller skates on a very slippery stage. Um, you I did stop. Fr- you stopped the game to say, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I'll do it! I'll put the blindfold." I on. did the first two people, and then. The third uh, person that was guessing with the blindfold on said, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> was that our good friend, Brett? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had some extra special guest stars from other podcasts. Yeah. It was just great. It was yeah. fun. Queer. Yeah, you Brett did such a great queers. job hosting. Oh, stop. Yeah, I've never seen such no, a no, no, gorgeous no, no, host before. Our, our guest panelists were absolutely incredible. I'm so fucking glad that Jay came back. He's funny as fuck. Agreed. Charlie Jane. So we met. We had a, a happy hour on Friday and invited like a bunch of the creators, other podcasts, just general fans and friends that we know at Boxers and uh, Hell's Kitchen. Check them out. Yeah. Um, there Check them out. <laughs> yeah. That was Their so wings fun. wings great. But we already, you know, Charlie Jane had kind of given a heads up that she was not like, she read what she needed to to really get herself in the new new mutants lore, but wasn't necessarily like this like massive. She didn't know a X-Man. single thing. I love we her. Love Charlie Jane. <laughs> but I thought that was the most relatable. because I'm like, so good. Because she started out. I don't know anything. <laughs> and I'm like, so yes. Endearing, yeah. Thank God. Brent has a kindred spirit. Someone's up there for me. So anybody can have fun. She did amazingly well with Brett. Really good. Clue giving. It was it was a blast. Perfect. There was like love and energy across the board because totally. so many fucking X fans were just in one room. Like It was great. We a Larger crowd than last year. People were so excited and engaged. And I was particularly delighted by the fact that when it came to Apocalypse's $25,000 pyramid, the getting to five, guess five items it's in hard. 30 seconds, people got so energized that when a team was able to do it, it was uproarious applause. Yeah. yeah, people really, really dug it. Can we talk about like the general like X, can we talk about the general X marks the spot world that FlameCon was having? So there was at least three panels. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's X. talk Let's talk generally about panels, exhibits, and then in, as well, specifically X-Men stuff. Okay, because I didn't go to any other panels. Oh, <laughs> no, you did. You went to uh, you went to Gray Malkin's panel on mutant Girl, fashion. Girl, that was by the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. can yeah. continue talking. Panels, I, I was just trying to formalize what you're saying because I guess I'm leading this. The, uh, <laughs> well, I'll take over. Uh, the uh, the Gray, <laughs> thank you, Ryan. The Gray Malkin panel was basically 
a bunch of queer people judging outfits. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Which Great. is like no for notes. fashion photo review, which That's we so do for fun. like RuPaul's Drag Race and literally just every day-to-day life, fashion police, all that stuff. It was so fun to be in a room. They just show an image and we go, that looks like garbage. <laughs> like just saying the sassiest And Demanda saying, that's exactly why I want to wear and, it. <laughs> Lo- love Grey Market for like going around the room being like, and what did you want to say? And it's literally like a queer person just being like, that's fucking ugly. Just <laughs> thank super, you for your no, yeah. Super, and then the panel was so yeah. What is this? Phenomenal. There was Stephanie Williams, Josh Trujillo, Demanda uh, Martini, Anthony Oliveira, and Char- Oliveira. Yeah. I got some good chuckles off of all of them. They were really they super were Stephanie funny. Williams. By the way, <laughs> is hilarious. I'm so yeah. funny. Very very funny. Uh, so there were three categories for fashion. It was Hellfire Gala, uh, swimsuit, swimsuit edition, and I'm so happy for, for you. Yeah. Oh, baby, uh, so happy for you. Yeah. And I thought those were great categories. So I was good. most surprised though that the Hellfire Gala eleganza wasn't actually always Hellfire Gala looks, and I liked that. Yeah. But well, there yeah. was a few people who never like point. Domino never had a full on gala look. I don't. Yeah. Think, right. But there were yeah, a few that not. had gal looks that they were also playing off of. Yeah. So was, I love Val Cooper's like working girl, like business, like, you know, head bitch in charge look. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, she wore sneakers to work. Oh, oh I think she's ready the to noir, fire. The noir detective slut. <laughs> oh, that one too. Yeah. Oh, was she the bikini? Yeah. With, like, yeah. with a giant coat. Uh, Christine, Bur- Tracy. Christine Bur- Bur- Berensky. <laughs> Uh, no, that was a great. I loved so that fun. panel. That was yeah, so fun. and then Brent and I went to a panel on queer writing, uh, like a workshop, and uh, they talked about like various tropes that are in queer writing or queer stories, and about how you know, like we have, as Adam, you put it, like we have one hundred and one, and then you want to get two on three hundred one. The one hundred one stuff is still important uh, because the moderator actually made a really good point. It's like show, yeah, shows like Will and Grace and Modern Family, basic as fuck now, especially in retrospect help someone like Joe Biden get to the right place on marriage equality. Yeah. So, you know, that shit matters for straight audiences. Even um, I, we were at, I think it was Fireball at there. So it was their after party Saturday night at Industry, which was a blast. Tons of amazing, good drag queens. Look up suddenly Audrey as well as um, what Har- Harriet Muggs. Uh, Harriet Tugsman. Tugsman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but look at them up. They have both great performances of Storm and Jean. Um, but I was going to say, I ran into... Um, I don't think you can say that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I ran into a, um, a woman that was there, and I was talking to her about her experience, and she was basically describing that like her two uh, kids are queer, but I don't think they ever really know or understand uh, their mom very well, and her mom's queerness. Yeah. So she said that she was able to really bring that out this weekend, and they were able to do that all together as a family, and yeah. she said it was... So going back, you know, it's like I... I've graduated from the school. I don't need it, but a hundred percent agree that it's so nice to have varying levels yeah. of energy, uh, entertainment, and engagement. Realistically, I uh, as an aside, I watched the second season of Heartstopper on Netflix, and I know that um, a lot of people. And you're think, dead. And your heart stopped. I did. Well, I didn't have a heart to begin with, so you know what? What the fuck am I talking about? But it's exactly that. It's like it's very basic, but I think it's necessary for like specifically cishet audiences in like middle America and the suburbs, especially to be able to see, Oh, this stuff isn't threatening. It's actually wonderful and beautiful. They're also like, we probably shouldn't have sex, which is so like gay people. You know what I mean? Like just really (laughs) hold back on sex, you know? I I think it's pretty, uh, one of the things I like most about FlameCon that became apparent this time was how many queer spaces are quote unquote welcoming we want to allow everyone to come. 
and yet it just turns out to be mostly gay white men. Mm, yep. This, as a con, is incredibly diverse. You get to hear a lot of different voices that yep. are just often marginalized, even within the gay community. Yeah. Yep. And it feels welcome in a way that I think most straight cons do not. Um. I'm so glad you said that because I'm not going to name names here, but we have a friend who was, you know, talking about their sexuality and how it's more complex than they originally had, you know, envisioned. And a place like FlameCon helped them yeah. talk about it and address it. And so, uh, you know, we got a little preview of that when we were just hanging out. And uh, I think that was just a wonderful and beautiful thing. Really. So any notes about the exhibition floor? Uh, things you saw. I bought found. so much shit. Seriously. I just, yeah, I just lost so much, much shit, money. Yellow. I had to work extra hard this week. Because <laughs> that's how it works. Pick I pick up extra shifts. Yeah. Like, what, what I'm salary, so I don't know why I said Ryan, that. Ryan is a dock worker. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you do? Yeah. It's, but it was so nice to just go to different booths, chat with the creators. Yes. They're so enthusiastic. I just, and just enjoy like it, everyone's fucking art and just like, the, everyone's so overjoyed and it feels like I'll, at a lot of cons like New York Comic Con some of these other big cons it's it, you don't get this connection that you yeah. will at this point yeah. it's just so cool and yeah. it feels so inherently different than other ones I stopped at uh, or we stopped at Alyssa Wong's uh, booth uh, you know they, they've they been writing Deadpool which we've been enjoying and reviewing on podcast as well as Spirit World and Dr. Afra. Uh, Spirit World for DC, Doctor Afro for Marvel. I love Doctor Afro. Yeah, I'm. I, I know you do. Uh, Doctor Afro is a great character. Uh, they're also fucking cool as shit. They yeah. like the jacket and their jeans. I was like, I just want to so be you. Uh, I talked to Ben Khan, who was also on the panel that Brent and I went to, uh, and is on is a co-host with Jeremy Whitley on the Progressively Horror podcast, which I believe Adam and Brent, you guys will be on soon. Late We're September. On. Uh, Josh Trujillo had a booth. Uh, I loved his. Uh, uh, first appearance, Madeline Pryor cosplay in the green jumpsuit uh, yeah. when she first, uh, uh, you know, she's like flying Scott and his parents around or grandparents around, I should say. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of other. Oh, Stephanie Williams, of course, uh, and a few others. And then Brent, you bought so many earrings. I don't I know how you fit them all in your bag. That's how many earrings you I, bought. Put them in his ass. All, them, all of them were uh -oh. vintage. I wish I could remember the name of the creator. It's like Peacock uh, uh, earrings. Um <clears throat> All their stuff is like super fun and kitschy. So I got two brass pig earrings, two Apatosaurus, two Velociraptor, some grapefruits, some like chunky uh, teardrop shaped vintage uh, like plastic earrings. I don't know what the plastic is from. Uh, <laughs> and it, I don't want to. It's uh, <laughs> but it's definitely burns my ears. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> lots of cute stuff. You got the uh, Sons of the Lambs one too. Um. Oh, yes, I also got the Silence of the Lambs uh, earrings. Um, I'm obsessed with the pins, and I got to buy a shit ton of pins. There's one called Radical Clay, which uh, they make all their uh, clay. They actually make the, them oh, wow. actually in clay, and then they just do it um, for either like a small little thing that you can hang up or actual pins or like earrings or something. It's really cool. And then I also stopped by Jason uh, Rivera. Uh, basically, he's the perfect uh, merger of like gay pop culture and nerdum. So he's like got like free Britney, then it princess Leia. Yeah. He's got like sailor moon, <laughs> free and Britney then, comma, then princess, princess Leia. Leia. <laughs> Priorities. Uh, I think he claimed, uh, freeing Britney directly with, through his art. So he was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so many great artists. 
I got a shit ton of shirts too. I I Too love, to go I love just being able to walk around and run into the the Easter egg of like seeing all this stuff, uh, seeing great costumes. You're like, oh, I can't. Someone's doing a weird uh, inside job costume. That's great. Yeah. You know what? There's so many. What we could just post all the stuff like swag. We yeah, got. I could do we some images. Do the one group I will give a shout out to. I didn't buy a lot because I already have too much shit in my house. But it was a glorious exhibition floor. Uh, what I will give a shout out to is the absolutely excellent uh, artists and wonderful people at Rage Studios, um, who R- Rage Gear Studios. Rage Gear Studios. Thank you. Who uh, were so thoughtful? So mad that you said. I know they're going to be listening to this and be like, "That fucking bitch." Yeah, you think um, full but, of rage? But no, we've we hit it off with them since I think even last year's FlameCon, and they were really kind enough to uh, give some really great gifts to us to give away during our X game. So um, you had uh, Sailor Moon X Men mashups, and they're absolutely incredible. We'll be actually bringing them to the uncanny experience as well because we have a bunch of uh, leftovers we will be doing an x games if you want to participate and play we will be at the uncanny experience <laughs> in september oh um, so but yeah no shout out to rage gear and they just released their amazon's lines there's an x instead of a z they've taken all the great uh Krakoan heroes and women that you love and have turned them into the uh dc amazon so very very cool style i'm glad they were able to launch that line this uh this season yeah, there's so many great artists that we wish we could plug, uh, but we forgot all their names. You'd rather they plug us instead. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was really fabulous. If you're considering going, uh, go next year. We'll definitely be there. We'll be back with the X Games 3, The Last Stand. Is that correct? Well, man, this uh, might be a yes. restart of the franchise. Of the uncanny. Uh, it's the uh, Return of the Jedi, I think. Oh, okay. Let's, or, no, let's uh, change directors, though, at the last minute for this one. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's well, Brett doing? The game. Brett, <laughs> yeah. Ratner, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ratty. And if you were at uh, FlameCon and uh, didn't uh, say hello to us, shoot us a message. Tell us your favorite thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been our, our extra special review of FlameCon. Thanks for listening. Bye, little homos. Bye. Bye. Bye.